How was your week? The week was okay. Uh, can't really complain. Just the usual. Haven't really played too much in the video games and WoW. We finally downed that boss, though. Uh, that was going to be my next question. <laughs> Did you get the boss? We finally downed the boss, so that's Woo-hoo. that's good. Yeah. How about how about your week? How was your week? Not too bad. Not too bad. Way better than the week before. Uh, we went and looked at a, a house today. We actually put a bid on it, so we'll see. Well, that was cute. What is that? It's a mimosa. Uh, what? It's Sunday. I was feeling a little champagne-y. Mimosa. Look at you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but we went and looked at a house today, took mom out for uh, some breakfast for Mother's Day, and uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I did play a little, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, go for it. Full, dis- full disclosure, the laughing part in our last episode was absolutely epic, and I am glad to see that you are not stuck in a yawn face. <laughs> not today it's it was uh yes that was awesome. yeah when i was editing it like i oh i played it over and over again like in the debate of leaving it not leaving it should i leave it i don't know and i was just like you know what i'm leaving it because every time i listen to it i die laughing so hopefully everybody else will <laughs> That seems to be the consensus. Yes. My mom, uh, she was like, I can't stop laughing. And I was like, it's contagious. I'm telling you. We have <laughs> spread laughter around the world. So that was pretty, that was a good call. My mom My mom said the same thing. Uh, she's actually listening to our podcast. So that's a win. Yay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't think she was, but she is. She also had a couple suggestions that she wanted to share with us, but now she doesn't want to email them. So I'm trying to get her to email them to us oh yes oh. yeah she probably feels like you know i mean i'm talking to you why can't i just tell you <laughs> <laughs> why can't i just tell you now and you guys talk about them anyway no mom just email them i'll forget <laughs> my topic today scares the shit out of me is it a scary no it's not is it a scary topic or is it just like one of those out there topics you will find out oh god why <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of antsy. I learned a lot of stuff about my topic that I did not know, but then again, I did not know much about my topic, so it was not hard to learn a lot about it. Uh, and then maybe I learned too much about my topic. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. You, yeah. <laughs> you did like I did. Like, oh crap, what does that mean? Oh man, what does that mean? And then you continue to search until you know more than you ever wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I may be a little overeducated, but yes, be all right. It'll be all right. You know, that's fine. The more you know, I guess. Knowledge is scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, this time, uh, my topic, I actually touched into the ghosty story <gasps> paranormal thing. So, you know, <laughs> it should be fun. Again, it's a it's a place I've been to. Funny enough, I'm, I think I'm just gonna cover those topics until I run out of those topics, and then we'll go into. New adventures. <laughs> I completely understand. Completely understand. Boy, I live a really boring life. Yeah, this week has been pretty boring for me, too. So Okay, yeah. well, at least it's not just me. We do have storms rolling in. Yeah. So that should be fun. You may have to try to edit out some rumbles in the background. Well, hell, it's more hoping you keep internet. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so, 
Uh, Sarah, I gotta go. Me. Got a tornado. Uh, I'll be back in like 30. <laughs> no, we'll just go out and do the podcast in the middle of the tornado. No, let's not do that. Dorothy, calm down. Well, I mean, it'll be alright. Yeah, I'll survive. Be. I'll survive. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Coffee, Chaos, and Chatter. I'm Sabrina, and I got Sarah here with me, and we have two new topics to discuss today. Woo-hoo. Are you going to, like, knock my socks off? I'll try to knock your socks off. I really hope you keep your socks on, though, because, like, it'll keep your feet warm. Yeah, I haven't got my, got my toes done in quite some time. Yeah. Oh, same. I have my own, like, little thing in my shower. I just kind of, every week, give it a little go, a little scrub, and we're good. A little foot scrubber in your shower? A little foot scrubber in my shower. Oh, I need to invest in one yeah. of those. <laughs> I think you can get them at Walgreens for, like, five bucks, okay? Oh, okay, well, that's not too bad. Yeah. That's definitely... That's not too bad. So, I've managed to break the printer, I think. I don't know. It's not connected to the Wi-Fi. I gave up trying to connect it to the Wi-Fi. So instead of printing off my fancy notes for today's story, they are on my computer screen. My computer tried to go to sleep. Not, not very helpful. Do not go to sleep. I think it's like when good computers go bad, because mine just did something cattywampus too. Cattywampus? That is my friend Charlie's bestest word. He loves that word. Oh, well, welcome, best friend Charlie. I just want you to understand, Charlie. There can only be one best friend. I got that crown a long time ago. But you sure you're close to second, which is all right. Oh, you know, he's in the mingle. Like, I feel like all of my friends are pretty on the same playing field, evenness. But yes, I will I will ping Charlie and be like, bro, shout out episode three. We're talking about you, bro, and your caddy wampus. Get out of my head! Ness. <laughs> all right. I will kick off this week with some fun stuff. What are we talking about? We are talking about Castillo de... I lost the word. Hold on. I'm so much suspense. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. We're talking about... (laughs) The suspense is killing me. All right. We're talking about Castillo de Marcos in St. Augustine, Florida. It is one of the oldest forts. Yeah, I have to do the hand things. It helps me talk. You didn't get some sock puppets for those hands. (laughs) One of the oldest cities. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to start over at this rate. (laughs) Focus. <laughs> Today. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I swear, all our podcasts are going to go like this, aren't they? <laughs> it's not even that funny. I don't I understand what is happening. <laughs> talking about Castillo de Marcos, which is located in St. Augustine, Florida, which is on the northeast coast of Florida. Let me just repeat myself. Florida, 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 Florida. Florida. Alright. I think we're going to Florida. Yes, Florida is in this episode. Okay. Yes. Okay. Northeastern coast of Florida, to be exact. Oh, you're gonna... In a city called St. Augustine. (gasps) In Florida. In Florida. Okay. Let's go. Alright. So, St. Augustine actually lays claim to being the oldest city in the United States. It was founded sometime in the late 1500s. 
uh, by the Spanish. So, much excited. Um, it is well known for its Spanish colonial architecture, as well as its Atlantic Ocean beaches. Being stationed in Florida a couple of years ago, around 2010 to 2013-14, uh, I actually had the privilege and opportunity to re-enlist here in 2013. So I've been at Castillo de Marcos, and this was before I knew it was haunted. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, <laughs> no ghosties like, came up and congratulated you? No, no ghosties. I didn't even get chills. Nothing. It was it was very sad. I feel unwanted by the ghosties. Well, they clearly are mistaken ghosties. <sighs> Either that or they were like, ugh, American soldier. They are not the Spanish. They are not the British. They are not the French. <laughs> <laughs> Your fucking faces. <laughs> face for each voice and I loved it oh, like yeah. <laughs> transformed into like three different people right in front of my eyes same was... accent different people yeah okay yes of course all right wee wee yes oh wee we will continue on <laughs> wee wee all right the Castillo de Marcos is a 17th century Spanish stone fortress with views of the St. Augustine Inlet it's actually very beautiful would recommend anybody to go and visit it even if they're just going for like the weekend the other cool thing about St. Augustine is the whole town is supposedly haunted, so they have ghost tours, which is exciting. Hell yeah. The fort, Castillo de San Marcos. Er, I keep wanting to put sand in there. There is no sand in there. It's just Castillo de Marcos. No San Marcos? No San Marcos. You know why? You're thinking of San Marcos. Probably. San uh, Guadalupe. You want to go tube it. Man. Drink beer and go tube it. We should do that sometime. Haven't done that in a really long time. All right. The fort was built between 1672 and 1695 to help counter the British military pressure from the north. So when St. Augustine was first discovered, there wasn't a lot of pressure from British coming and taking over. So once the British colonized South Carolina, I believe it was, that's when the people of St. Augustine were like, oh crap, like we need to do something and we need to do it fast. So they're like, boop, 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 fort, we need it. Yes. Just like that? Yes. Just, it was the aliens, huh? Aliens came and help. It might have been, but the articles that I found... Beat me up, Scotty. Did, nah. No aliens. No aliens. <sighs> Damn, what a disappointment. Okay. Hard work prevails. So, the fort still stands today as if it was just built. Got a little bit of weathering to it, but... Wow. It has withstood the tan the tans of time. The sands of time. <laughs> Oof. Or it has withstood the sands of time. Well, that's pretty cool, though. I still want to keep saying sands of time or tans. Tans of time. Boy, you really need to, like, have a vacation is what I'm hearing. But you, June, it's coming quickly, so I'm excited. Oh. Mm -hmm. You better get on a beach because you're talking about sand and Marcus and... We're going to Vegas. Is that close enough? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's absolutely zero beaches or sand. Closer, well, no, there's lots of sand, but... Lots of sand. Yeah. I mean, you're close. Close enough. Sit by a pool. It'll be a good substitute. Oh, close enough. With drinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if you don't have drinks, what's the point of a vacation? Uh, you have a good point. Yeah. Exactly. Fort still stands today. It's beautiful. Looks like it just built, you know, yesterday, kind of, almost. But the reason it's withstood this time period for so long is due to the material it is made out of. Oh. Well, tell me more. I will tell you more. Just you wait. <laughs> Well, I was actually going to ask, how has it, like, stayed in well condition? So I'm glad I just waited and let you talk. What are you drinking? The Uge Ultra. 
Ooh, disappearing. <laughs> cool like you. The cup does not disappear. The beer can disappears. We are learning so much in this podcast already. So, the materials. Continue. I have a guest. <gasps> Hi, guest. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Bye, guest. <laughs> I can't see nothing. I just see your background. Did he, like, stand there? like? Yeah, he said hello very quietly. So if I can pick it up oh. in a podcast, I'm putting it in. Absolutely. Yes, okay. So the fort is made from a coquina. Coquina. Yeah, which is... So this fort is made from coke? No, not 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 cocaine. What is cocaine? Co- it's cocaine. Coquina. No, coquina. Coconuts? Coquina. Would you oh, stop? Sorry. Let me okay. explain. I'm going to explain. Sorry. I'm sorry. Explain. Coquina is made of teeny tiny little clams that died thousands of years ago, right? Teeny tiny little coquina clams. They died, sank to the bottom of the ocean, became a layer of sediment. And over time, especially during the time of the Ice Age, the sea levels dropped, exposing the sediment of little tiny clams to the elements. From there, it turned into a calcium carbonate, thus further solidifying the little tiny clams into like a brick-like structure. Wow. Yeah. So all these teeny tiny little clams are now bricks that make up Fort Castillo de Marcos. Why didn't they just call it the clam building? Because uh, they're Spanish, and they called it coquina, which is Spanish for tiny clam. It doesn't sound that way. Well, that's okay. It is. The cool thing about these tiny little clams that I found the most interesting is they come in different colors. What? So you can find them along the beach of St. Augustine and some of Florida, but they come in like a yellow, like a little lavender color, pink, and like an off-white. <sighs> How cool is that? Well, it was really neat. I was hoping like you would like say like blue and orange and green just have a colorful building that'd be pretty cool but nah they're like pinks and lavenderies and yellows that's still really cool though it still is pretty pretty yeah from there these spanish people went from building wooden forts that were easily burned down to the ground by pirates and raiders and the english and the spanish they were like you know what coquina walls we'll do it not cocaine walls coquina i'm still i i think you're lying about the clams but we're going we're gonna roll with it i'm not <laughs> no, I believe you. I'm not. <laughs> These little tiny clams. Anyways, so during the time of them building it, they weren't sure how strong, you know, these little clam cement bricks would hold up. So they built the walls on an average of 12 foot or 3.7 meters thick. Wow. So it's 12 foot thick. Yep. And then the walls on the side of the ocean are as thick as 19 feet or 5.8 meters. So they're pretty sturdy walls. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Made of thousands of tiny clams. So many clams sacrificed their lives. No, they were already dead. No, they were already dead. They had been dead for thousands of years, so I think they're okay. Yeah. That's a thick-ass wall. Yeah, 12 foot on, like, the land side and up to 19 foot thick. That's thick, not even height. Yeah. It's pretty tall, yeah. Like, a wrecking ball wouldn't even hurt that thing. Well, I'm going to get into that. Oh, I'm excited. Get ready. Yeah, it's exciting. (laughs) I'm getting violent now. Oh, yeah. All right, so a little bit of history. Um, as this fort was a very vital defense structure for St. Augustine, and of course people had to test the theory that this fort could withstand anything, and thus it had seen many attacks during its creation. In 1702, Governor James Moore of Charleston led English forces against the city of St. Augustine and the fortress. He managed to capture the town, but the fortress did not fall. Uh, Governor James Moore set up cannons within the city that he captured to, you know, bombard the walls of this fortress. And instead of destroying the walls like he thought it would, they either just bounced off or sunk in a few inches and then fell to the ground. 
Wow. So it's withstood a bombardment. I'm going to build a house. You're going to build your house out of that? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Come and get me, fuckers. Don't forget to build your moat. Well, yeah. Yeah. Moats are important. Gotta have gators and moat. Well, it, it, you know, gators Shark. in the moat and then a tiger on the inside. I think it'd be good. I can see it now. You want to be my neighbor? No. I'll put the drawbridge down for you. <laughs> Like, we'll have to have a, like, a password of some ridiculousness, of course. Oh, yeah. And let me pull out our middle school, high school, like, code. Oh, my God. That was the best code ever. It was. Until people started figuring it out, and then I was very disappointed. Yeah, but we had that going for a while. It took people a good while to figure out our code. We did. It did. It was the best code. <laughs> was the best code. That was before emojis <laughs> were even born. We were writing yeah. in, in emojis before emojis were even thought of. It was great because we should have trademarked. Well, it only took us a couple of weeks to like be able to write full mm-hmm. sentences in this code. Yeah, we didn't even need the key anymore. Without the key, <laughs> yeah. Wow, we we were super fucking oh. nerds. All right. In uh, 1668, English pirates ransacked the town, so the fort has seen a pirate raid. It didn't really go into details about like the extensive damage that the pirates did to the town, but I'm sure it was pretty extensive. But they couldn't touch the fucking fort. But they couldn't get into the fort. Alright, and then <laughs> and <laughs> in 1740, English General James Oglethorpe launched what would be a month-long assault on the Spanish fort. Oglethorpe. <laughs> Oglethorpe, that's his name! I believe you! It looks really funny on paper, but that's what it is, James Oglethorpe. I love it. Uh, for 27 days straight, he bombarded the fort from all sides and failed miserably. Yeah. Thus, the fort still stands, and he lost his one-month-long tirade and cannonball. Boy, he invested a lot of time. And cannonball. And cannonballs. That didn't even... Wow. Are the walls dented or, like, have any kind of, like, chips or anything? Well, yeah, they're the cannonballs. dented, but... Well, that makes me like. Fun. It wasn't enough to destroy the whole brick. Like, again, oh, yeah. they would only maybe compress it in just a little bit before just falling to the ground. That is just so epic. I, I have got to build a house out of these little clams. Little coquina clam. I'm just going to call them clams. I feel like... No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, isn't that coke? Like, cocaine? No. Do you have a picture of these clams? I'm going to need a picture of these clams. I will send you a picture of these clams. Okay. They're beautiful. The fort was under continuous military possession until it was deactivated in 1933. Deactivated? How do you deactivate a fort? So basically they're like, well, uh, we've won all the wars. We really don't need this strategic defense position anymore. Here you go, National Park Service. Ah. Keep it beautiful. So now being in the what is claimed as the oldest city in the U.S., and one of the most sought-after locations for the British and English. Or not the British. Yeah, the British and the Spanish. And then una- like being unable to take over this fort. It's now a very popular tourist location and ghost tour location. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> yeah, so now I get into the ghosty stories. <gasps> can, we, can we pause just for a second? Yeah, let's pause. Okay. the pronunciation for you so that we're all on the same page okay kakina do you need that again yes kakina kakina yeah 
still sounds like cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) They are cocaine clams. So these tiny little clams have withstood the test of time. And they now hold some of the more haunting stories of St. Augustine. Well, hell yeah. So are you ready for some ghosty stories? Yes. All right. So between 1672... Until its deactivation, it is said that one particular event caused spirits to haunt this location. One particular event. Yep. And this haunting begins with love, which turns to murder. Oh, my favorite kind. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Dolores Martinez, the wife of Colonel Garcia Martinez. What do you do? A Martinez? Yeah. Coquina claim. I'm probably butchering this name, but you get it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, she is said to still haunt the fortress to this day. Boy, he really fucked up. As the story goes, Dolores would wait until late at night to sneak out of her quarters and head to another area of the fort to meet her lover, (gasps) who was Captain Manuel Abella. So she was sleeping around. With a captain and a subordinate to the colonel. Wow. Sneaky bitch. I'm telling you, man, I like her already. (laughs) For several months, these two went unnoticed, that is, until one evening, when the colonel caught a whiff of his wife's perfume on the captain's coat. <gasps> I thought you were going to tell me she was pregnant. Nope. But both Dolores and the captain disappeared shortly after this discovery, and it was said that in, ni- in the 1900s, the two skeletons were discovered in a hidden room in the dungeon and are said to belong to the two secret lovers. Oh. Well, I mean, if you're going to get locked up, you might as well get locked up with your secret lover. But the thing is, is the colonel told the people of the fortress that the captain had gone off on a secret mission to Cuba. Oh. And the wife went back to Mexico. So he lied. Because, yeah, because she was feeling ill and she was sent back to her parents for being taken care of. Or to be taken care of. Jealousy is a fecal bitch. So nobody challenged him. Like, they all had suspicions, but nobody challenged him about, you know, his story. So the cool thing, or the spooky thing, is... Okay, wait. Oh, man. Before you get to the spooky thing. The paranormal thing. I have questions. (laughs) What's up? What's your question? Well, did he just throw them down in the dungeon and, like, leave them so they starved to death? Yes, so... Possibly? Because if nobody knew they were down there... Well, I, I remember watching a ghost... Uh, one of the ghost adventures, the, the hidden room was actually just a very small chamber with uh, restraints, like arm restraints and leg restraints. And it was said that they were both hung there together to die a very slow death. Wow, that's fucked up. Yes. And so they sealed off that portion of the dungeon. And it the like it would have never been discovered if it hadn't have been for a cannon that fell through the floor. And they discovered like this whole hidden dungeon area. Wow, that's really fucked up. Well, okay, so he had to tell somebody, because somebody had to seal up the dungeon. I don't know if he just did it himself. It doesn't really get into details about that. Yeah, so I'm sure if I did a lot more digging, I could have found, like, this is what they suspect, and but I did not. I like my theories. That's fine. He had an accomplice. He might have. He probably killed them, too. Yep, that's not pretty good. <laughs> we'll never find those bones. Those bones are in the ocean. Here, hold this. <laughs> hold this cannonball. <laughs> And just walk off the edge. Like, don't come back. All right. Locals, tourists, and ghost enthusiasts all say that they can still feel a chill in the room and catch a whiff of perfume in the air when they're visiting the dungeon area. She's there. Visitors also claim to see a female apparition roaming the grounds of the fort wearing a white dress. 
Others also claim to hear screams coming from the stone wall to the hidden room where they were left to die slowly. A hell of a way to go. And I remember watching that Ghost Adventures episode. Like, I don't know. It is like a thriller jump on top of the cameraman just being a freaking scaredy cat, which is the best part, I think. They're all scaredy cats. I don't, like, Zach just... But then again, if you come in... Torments the shit out of the ghost. And then acts surprised. I know, I'd be pissed <laughs> too. surprised that, oh my god, we have apparitions. <laughs> what did you expect? Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to tell you, but you're screaming, so go fuck yourself. Now I'm gonna leave, thank you. In that episode, they picked up like a really guttural sounding like scream sound when he was standing against the wall Ooh. pretending to be chained up where the where it said that the lover was like the captain was chained of course he would yeah and so he heard you know in his facial expression it says it all because you didn't hear it like in the recording you actually had to go in and you know modify it and make it sound all whatever but yeah, yeah. so i was like oh that's fucking scary i would never want to be there at night to begin with Fuck no that's just one ghost story paranormal sighting thing. there's four yes all right yeah, that, said, I'd still be roaming there too, man. I'd be pissed. Yeah, well, the, I think the cool thing, like, and I'm really sad and, like, none of this happened to me while I was there. We were only there for maybe 30 minutes. And Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you didn't even give them time. Yeah, and it was the middle of the day, and I forgot where I was going. Oh, we didn't actually tour the fort. We just up oh. top did the reenlistment. I think the guys shot cannons off because every hour they shoot cannons off. Oh, cool. And then we went to lunch, so. Doesn't piss yeah. the ghosts off, see, like? People, no, they don't. people don't listen. Um, in 1837, during the Second Seminole War, the fort was used to hold captives and prisoners, including 500 Apache men, women, and children, who were followers of Geronimo. It also held pirates and prisoners of war. Sorry. Don't worry, when I typed that, I also thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> this yep. is why we are friends. Like, as I typed it down, that's all I could think of, and then that's spot in Aladdin where he's like uh, I think it's the third one where he's like Geronimo, Jehanimo, Jemanimo, Pocahontas and then he <laughs> like, jumps out of the plane, it's great alright, um, some of the uh, prisoners were able to escape some were released, but those that met their death at the fort are still said to linger in the rooms where they were forced to stay and Indians, they are like one with afterlife and yeah, like I, if any, if there were any ghosts that I would never want to fuck with, it would definitely be ones that were definitely tied to nature, very open, like they were very open-minded about the spiritual realm, and like, so any culture that fucks with that, and like, no thank you, you guys can have this around, oh god, it's like Miss Dean when we went to her farm, were you there, did you go on that trip? Oh yes, where the real live Indians were buried? <laughs> Said that today the real live Indians are buried yeah. here. Yeah. All right, Miss Dean. Yep. That's I terrifying. That was a long time ago. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. No. Just no. it's a respect thing. That's all it should be. Is just a respect thing. You disrespect them, they are going to fuck with you. Yeah, especially in the afterlife. And I mean, I get it. I would do. Yeah. If I was that serious about sacred land or you know honoring ancestors and all of that, and you came and trampled all over that, oof. I'd be one pissed off motherfucker. Well, like, not only that, like, we really, like, Amer the American people, or the English, British, who, or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. really did the Indian people wrong. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I'd be fucking pissed off, they didn't too. Win. They didn't win in life, but <laughs> we 
all got to die at some point. You just get ready. <laughs> They're going to get their they revenge. Will. I get it. All right. So to tie this up, um, there are other reports of paranormal activity, including seeing apparitions of Spanish soldiers patrolling the grounds, a ghost of a Seminole Indian who appears to leap from the top of the fortress walls to freedom. Oh, uh, get it, yeah. girl. Freedom! And then he jumps. Um, I bet he yells, Geronimo! <laughs> No. <laughs> I bet Sorry, he that doesn't. Was <laughs> but you never know. I mean, come on, you have to. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, <all> right. <laughs> There's also a soldier who is seen at sunrise and sunset standing near the edge of the fort looking towards the sea. And there's a spirit of a Spanish soldier who was killed by a cannonball while looking for a ring on the ground. It's said that every once in a while you can still see the form or an apparition of a soldier still digging around on the ground looking for this ring. Wow. That's a committed soldier. He probably doesn't even realize he passed. It probably, like, killed him instantly and, like, his soul is just still looking for this ring. He lost my mind. My wife is gonna kill me. I gotta find this ring. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna think I'm cheating and I remember the last couple (laughs) I cheated. Damn you, Dolores. (laughs) Damn you. And then, uh... Please. (laughs) In the evening. Somebody needs to leave a ring for that man so he can go rest in right? peace. Oh, uh, but what if it's the wrong ring? Then he'll be like, oh, God, I've been set up. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I've been found out. Um, all right. And then in the evenings, even during, like, inclement, stormy, hurricane weather, uh, a light will appear from the watchtower, even though the tower has no power. Flashes of light can be seen coming from the cannon locations, and wisps of smoke can either be seen or smelled. And often, a flickering of a candle in a lantern that was just lit can also be seen patrolling the walls of the fortress. Which, I, that is the part that, like, really interested me in that episode of uh, Ghost Adventures. And I'm pretty sure it was in Ghost Hunters, too. They both caught, like, the same, looked like somebody lit a lantern, started walking, and then the light just fades away. Wow. And it looks so cool. Like, it's the coolest thing to ever watch. But, yeah, and that is, that is my story of episode three, Chilling. Awesome. Castillo de Marcos, Walls of Tiny Clams. Dead. In Florida. Don't forget that. In Florida. Well, we can Marcos in Florida. In Florida. So there we go. Are we in Florida? We are not in Florida. We but we not. were. We we just took a trip to Florida. That was really cool. Yeah. Oh, um, before I forget, uh-huh. I found all of my information. Oh yeah. From the National Park Service, Legends of America, and Ghosts and Gravestones in St. Augustine. Cool. So much fun. That was exciting. That was exciting. That was really cool. Yeah. I'm gonna have to find these little clams and start making my house it'll take thousands of years to compress them but good luck well, i'll just reincarnate it'll be all right i'll get it done at some point <laughs> <laughs> like reincarnate and come back and be like i know i put something somewhere where was it what was i doing again oh tiny clams <laughs> got it tiny clams i'll always so... have this podcast to come back to mm-hmm. i'll just have to tattoo it in my soul episode three you want to listen to episode three that's Three. We'll do that. Tiny clams. Tiny clams. Co- co- cocaine <laughs> clams. <laughs> Not cocaine clams. Here. Kakina. Kakina clams. Yeah, there you go. Cocaine. Cocaine clams. Yeah. All right. Tiny cocaine <laughs> clams. They're really pretty. They're really pretty. They are really pretty. Clams. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Just don't do anything crazy. Well, I can't promise that because we're we're <laughs> what? All right, so uh, my topic scares the shit out of me. 
It scares me. Why would you do a topic that scares you? Because I had to face it head on, and it was a topic that I wanted to talk about. And I actually thought about doing it later, but then I started researching, and I I went deep, deep, deep into the rabbit hole. And I'm hoping that this will help me climb back out of my rabbit hole. Are you ready? Probably not. We're probably going to dig it deeper. Okay. Let's go. So my topic today is about cloning. Okay. Yes. Are you ready? Okay. Cloning. Where? In Florida or anywhere? This is worldwide. Oh, worldwide. Okay. Pristine worldwide. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're going with the boats and hose again. <laughs> You really need to watch this movie. I'm telling you, you need to watch this movie to get these references. Okay. Um, okay, so I got, I used two websites. Okay. This is how deep it got, two websites. And I was like, I'm I'm terrified. Uh, I got my, the main source of this information is from livescience.com. And I also got information from the FDA website. FDA? Yes. Man. I didn't realize the government was about sharing stuff like this. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't know about any of this. Oh, okay. And I'm really kind of upset that this was not a bigger deal. Because I feel like it should have been a very big deal. Anyways, so I'm going to talk about the history first. We're, we're going to kind of go through this um, slowly and bit by bit. Okay. Because I'm going to need some time. And I might need more beer. More we're beer. not okay. sure. Yep, all right. I'll, I'll get intermission uh, music for that. Okay, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I still have one. one. I came prepared. I grabbed a few. Uh, so the history. The very first study of cloning took place in 1885. So they've been doing this a while. Yeah. Okay. And guess who started it? Einstein. The, the German. Oh, you know, that's not surprising. Yep. Like So okay. uh, a ger- German scientist named Hans... Adolf Edward Drush. I don't know how you say his last name. There, there's a lot of names there. Um, he actually began researching reproduction. In uh, 1902, he was able to create a set of tw- uh, twin salamanders by dividing an embryo into two separate viable embryos, according to the Genetic Science of Learning Genetic Science Learning Center. Since then. There have been many breakthroughs in cloning. Yep, okay. I, I sure hope. Well, I mean, obviously. So much time. Anyways, um, in 1958, a British biologist, John Gordon, thank God his name was easy. <laughs> Not German. <laughs> Not German. Uh, he cloned frogs from the skin cells of an adult frog. On July 5th, 1996, a female sheep gave birth to the now famous Dolly, who is a lamb, and I will put a picture up of Dolly. She's kind of cute. But Dolly was the first mammal to be cloned from the cells of an adult mammal, and this was done actually in Scotland. Okay. So we're kind of all over the world here. We are all over the world. The birth of Dolly and... Wait, is Dolly the two-headed lamb? No. Okay. Dolly is not the two... The two-headed lamb was the mistake. Oh, okay. Dolly was the perfected clone. Part. Okay. Uh, the birth of Dolly was a new understanding of the opportunity to change the functionings of cells and made researchers consider other possi- possible ways of modifying cells. 
so essentially Dolly was born and they were like, we are God, and decided, let's fuck with Mother Nature. Yeah, okay. So uh, since Dolly, many more animal clones have been born. The process is becoming more mainstream. Researchers have also been conducted on human cell cloning. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in 2013, scientists at Oregon Health and Science University took donor DNA from an eight-month-old eight with a rare genetic disease and successfully cloned human embryonic stem cells for the first time. Unfortunately, the researchers didn't remove the cells to save the child. Uh, the project was proof that a mature donor cells could be used to process new ones. This research has evolved into using stem cells for many different applications, including hair regrowth and treatments for burns and more. This is where people will probably be like, well, see, cloning is good, but it's kind of one of those things, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw, well, where do you draw the line? Like there's good in cloning i think like it all has to go back to science though without it you wouldn't you don't know. think that's gonna piss god off or piss mother nature off or i get i get the need for it i i get the good parts but there people are gonna take advantage of the shit and then if you clone a person is that person gonna have a soul clearly that person will have a soul it's a person but they're not using it to clone full-on people. They're using it to clone bits and pieces. For now. I mean, they've been doing this for a while. Anyway. Yeah, but have they cloned a full human yet? Have they? Have they? <laughs> to be continued. It's okay. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how they do this. Uh, cloning is the process of taking genetic information from one living thing and creating identical copies. The copied material is called a clone. Um, genetics have cloned cells, tissue, genes, and entire animals. They have actually not cloned any humans. See, I think the reason they haven't cloned like full-on humans is because of that line that needs to be drawn. Now, the Germans might try to do it. Cause I was about to say, they've been... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that there are cloned humans out there somewhere. Honestly. Yeah, but the the issue with that is like like Dolly. Dolly didn't last very long after she was cloned. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get into this. Oh, good. We're getting into this. Uh, <laughs> we're 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 getting diving into the meat and potatoes here. All right. I think that Dolly actually did live for a while, and I also think she was able to reproduce and have babies. I I can't remember if it was her. Uh, but we're going to get into that. There are three different types of cloning, according to the National Human Genome Research Institute, also known as NHGRI. <laughs> You're out of control. I don't think you pronounce it. <laughs> like, I think it's just an acronym to fill some space, you know. You know? All right. So um, there's gene cloning, also called DNA cloning, which creates copies of genes or segments of DNA. Then you have uh, reproductive cloning that makes duplicates of whole animals. And then we have therapeutic cloning, which creates the stem cells, which are created to repair tissue, damaged tissues, that kind of stuff. So for gene cloning, they have to do a lot of craziness. I mean, it just absolutely blows my mind. Um, so for gene cloning, a genetic engineer extracts DNA from an organism and then uses enzymes to break the bonds between nucleotides. Yep. 
nailed it, and snip the strand into gene-sized pieces, uh, and that's according to the University of Nebraska. Uh, plasmids, small bits of DNA, are combined with the genes, then transferred to living bacteria. These bacteria allow are allowed to grow in colonies to be studied. When the colony of bacteria containing a gene of interest is located, the bacteria can be propagated to make millions of copies of the plasma. Millions. Millions and millions. Because that's how things like that replicate? Okay. So the reproductive cloning is where they remove a mature somatic cell from an organism and transfer the DNA into an egg cell that has its own DNA removed. Then the egg is jump-started chemically to start reproductive process. Finally, the egg is implanted into the uterus of a female, and then the mother gives birth to the clone. And that's what they did to Dolly. That's how Dolly became. Yeah. Um, And then obviously the therapeutic cloning is where a cell is taken from it says animal skin, uh, and is inserted into the outer membrane of a donor egg cell. Then the egg is chemically induced so that it creates the amniotic stem cells, uh, which can then be harvested and used in experiments aimed to understanding diseases and developing new treatments. So we're going to move on to human cloning. There you go. Let's hear it. Let's do the human cloning. While cloning a human is currently illegal in most parts of the world. I'm going to let mm-hmm. that sink in. Yep. Most parts of the world. Cloning stem cells for human is a very promising field of research. Stem cells can be reprogrammed to become any type of cell needed to repair or replace damaged tissue or cells in the body. And that's really all. They would not give me any juicy details about human cloning. Yeah, well. It, it goes on to talk about, like, hair transplants they can take a follicle, like one of your hair, a strand of hair, and use that follicle to uh, clone. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Well, because, like, everything in your body contains some form of DNA or genetic coding, so that's easy to do. They do say that hair cells are the future, and they can manipulate the environment that uh, the human hair cells grow. So, wow, just walk on by, Ruth. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> you disappeared completely yeah. and I was like where did Sabrina go <laughs> uh, that's crazy um, they really did not go into human cloning it was more on the stem cells and I mean I even looked up human cloning just to see yeah. nothing like the government doesn't want you to know about the human cloning well because it's such a controversial topic and most even to this day like most people probably wouldn't even believe that it hasn't been done yet. I mean, they've been working on this since 1980, or 1885. I'm pretty sure the Germans have cloned some people. Yeah, but how successful? Probably not very, because, well, just in the process of the animal cloning, which we're going to get into, I can only imagine how much more complicated a human is. But, I mean, yeah, it can be done. It can be well. I'm sure in the next couple decades, maybe. But again, you still fall into that. What is it called? I don't want to be cloned. Don't clone me. I'm not going to clone you. You couldn't handle my baby. I can't even do it. I'm not even in that (laughs) field of study. If they give you the option and I die, don't clone me. 
No, I'll be like, sorry, uh, like she was my best friend and all, but she's a real asshole. You don't exactly. want those on the planet. Like you don't, you don't really want that back on the planet. So I know that was like really kind of a, a letdown, but it is kind of cool that it, it's really cool. It's very interesting, but it's also very terrifying because they yeah. can go in there and they can manipulate the DNA and they can essentially just grow a person with whatever attributes they want. I mean, they're getting there. That's what they're working on. I do think that the stem cell research that they are doing is very beneficial to the human health especially if it can help you heal. Like they were even talking about people with spinal injuries with the stem cell, they can help them and that would be amazing. You know what I mean? But at the same time, people are greedy and they're not going to be able to. Well, yeah, and you're going to run into that with any sort of study, money, power, planets, like just wait till space travel is a real thing. Imagine the poor people are never going to get to travel, whereas the rich and luxurious get to go to fucking space every month, you know? Bye. Bye, Felicia. Leave our planet Earth alone. Exactly. Leave Brittany alone. It's just, it's terrifying. This is even more terrifying. So this comes from the FDA website, and this is a little disturbing. Oh, that's what I was going to say. This is where... Back to the helping people with uh-huh. issues. So, since genetic DNA or the DNA is, uh-huh. for these people, easy to manipulate and correct, you did mention that they were studying it to understand diseases and how those form. So, kind of in that same subject, uh, they could also take that and modify it to where that genetic coding for that issue, so, can't, hell, even cancer, at this rate, you would be able to eradicate that simply by manipulating DNA. So, yes. I find that a very beneficial thing. It, it is beneficial, but at the same time... Yes, I know. You're still going on the greedy people and just how human well, nature here's is. here's my thing. Like, <laughs> God picked my DNA out, so God forbid I'm supposed to have cancer, but if that the, those are the cards he gave me, like, don't fuck with my shit. That's my shit. I don't want my DNA fucked with. But then again, I'm sure that you have to sign so many waivers to have your DNA fucked with. At this point, yeah. So many waivers. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm safe, but I'm just saying, like, you know, your child is who your child is going to be, and they, some people are talking about, you know, you can have tests done while your child is still in your stomach to figure out, or still in your uterus to figure out if your child is going to be born with, like, Down syndrome, or be born with some kind of deficiency or whatever they call a defect or or something I mean it's kind of one of those things like they're getting close to where well if we just poke at this strand of DNA everything's done you're good you're gonna be okay but I mean some of the coolest people have defects like you don't want to take that away or maybe some people do I don't know (laughs) like I just don't fuck with God's creation okay like he's pretty much been doing this the whole time we, you know, you don't fuck with Mother Nature. Mother Nature gets pissed, and that's how zombies are born. And <laughs> no, I think humans are why zombies are born, okay? I don't want to be a zombie. <laughs> Let's be real. And I don't want to be a fucking zombie, so you don't let me be a zombie. Okay. Um, so this is from the FDA, and this is, when I read this, you will probably understand why this really kind of, I feel, should have been a bigger deal. Um, After years of detailed study and analysis, the FDA has concluded that meat and milk from cloned 
cattles, pigs, and goats, and the offsprings of clones from any species traditionally consumed as food are safe to eat as food from conventionally bred animals. Okay. You can eat fucking cloned animals. Yeah. Does that not scare you? No. No, because if you think about the shit we already put in our bodies. That is true. Yeah. And not only that, but... Like, that whole non-GMO thing, like, let's be real here. Anything that's genetically modified, whether it be scientifically or through the course of nature, because that happens, it's still, like, that's just, like, humans are genetically modified. Even though science didn't do it, the fucking changes on the earth did it. Like, we couldn't be Neanderthals all our life. We evolved. You know? So. God, those were the simpler times, though. <laughs> Like corn, <laughs> corn's been genetically modified to be, you know, more resistant to parasites and weather and heat because the world is warming. Uh, bananas, bananas have been modified to save them from a parasite, which they're now suffering a new one. So bananas could be eradicated off the face of the earth all because of some parasite. Cocoa beans. No, not cocoa beans. Yeah, cocoa beans. They're already trying to find ways to modify them because the world is running out and we're, like, humans are consuming cocoa faster than the trees can grow it. Wow. So, like... I'm part of that problem. I'm just going to go ahead. Don't <laughs> worry, me too. Like, oh, chocolate, you don't say. Like, I can understand the the controversy and the the spiritual views on this and, like, how it's not seen as ethical. Ethical is the word I was looking for earlier. I get, and, again, the corruption and just the human mentality and how power works in our species. If they used it for good... Like, because the world is also running out of food, or eventually will, because people just, you know, sex is fun. Yep. And people don't want to, yep. So, you have to find another way. Either that or we're all eating fucking space food. Like, do you want to eat styrofoam food and gel out of a tube for the rest of your life? So, I think... Do we have different flavors? Maybe. <laughs> like, your grape will taste very I just, gritty. But... I, don't, I feel like this should have been a bigger deal than it was. Because, I mean, I definitely get your point of view. I absolutely, 100% understand. And, you know, they're just, it's humans just trying to make life on Earth easier for other humans. And to make sure we don't run out of essential things that we have to have, like food. Um, It's just terrifying to me. Like, it's, I think it's because it's one of those unknowns. Like, it could go any direction, including zombies. So I get that. Like, I understand. I like, I don't, I don't know. Well, researchers have been cloning livestock <laughs> species yeah. since 1996. So, chances are we've eaten many, many a clone many of cattle. And, I mean, I didn't taste the difference. But, you know. I feel like chickens would be easier to clone. Oh, yeah. Or pigs, but, yeah. Well, and they also say, what I was reading, they said that farmers will pick, and this is, I think this is why I got so terrified, because they would pick their best cattles, like their best whatever. Livestock. Yeah, mm -hmm. livestock. And they would take the genes and just make, like, the perfect cow. And then that yeah. cow would breed, and then they would have a whole herd of, like, this perfect cattle that they created. And to me, I think that's that's where cattle is cattle. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy a nice steak. Yeah. But at the same time, what are we, what, are, what does that door open? You know, opening that door, what, what else? It's like opening Pandora's box. Like, yeah. when it, let's see, uh, they were, doo -doo -doo -doo. I was going to continue, but I lost my spot. Oh, yeah. But when it became apparent in 2001 that cloning could become a commercial venture to help improve the quality of herds. So this is where they were 
taken the best parts of the DNA from different cattle. Livestock producers voluntarily kept food from clones and their offsprings out of the food chains until, I don't know what, oh, centers for veterinary medicine could do further evaluate of any issues. So that was, you know, at least there was somebody saying. Some precautions. Yeah. (laughs) Not like, oh, hey, let's eat this clone cow and see what happens. So the studies for the FDA cloning for more than five years, the veterinary medicine people studied hundreds of published reports and other detailed information on clones, livestock to evaluate the safety of food for these animals, from these animals, not for the animals. The resulting report called risk assessment presented to the FDA concludes conclusions that one cloning uh, possesses no unique risks to animal health compared to other risks found with reproduction reproduction methods including natural mating Uh, the comparison of food products from the cattle swines and goats clones or their offspring any animal clones is no different of a conventionally bred animal so you got that because of the preceding two conclusions there are no additional risks to people eating food from cattle swines goat clones or their offspring animals so they're saying that they're safe to eat because it's just like having the same cow just replicated a hundred times the same cow i mean that would really help the the food crisis. Animal cloning has been around for more than 20 years. Most cloning today uses the process called the semiotic cell nuclear transfer, obviously, where they take the egg and insert the DNA and then put it into a female. What does this mean for consumers? The FDA has concluded that cattle, swine, goats, clones, and their offspring are safe for human and animal consumption. Food labels do not have to state that the food is from animal clones or their offspring. That I have a problem with. But why? You should have to say clone cow on there. Uh, It's the same as putting, you know, hey, this product has peanuts. Product is from a clone. It's not going to be that hard. At least. Well, that, but with the whole, like, these farmers that clone their livestock, are all of their livestock now clones? Like, are they a specialized because it'd be really hard to send off 100 cows, 20 of them are cloned, they're all butchered, now they all look the same. Like, how would you know? Like, could contain cloned cow? Yeah, that would work. But would that change you eating it? And, like, would you? No, not necessarily. You just. But I'd like to know. <laughs> like, I want to know. I don't know. I couldn't give blood because we lived in Italy during the mad cow disease pandemic over there. And I'm wondering, maybe it's because we ate a clone cow. The clone cow had mad cow. And then we all got fucked. I don't know. I don't have mad cow. Now, you mentioned that this wasn't like a widely talked about thing, but I remember it being a big deal to my mother. And I think it might have just been because we were too young to understand the hype. Yeah, because you said they published it in 96, the FDA. Yeah. So we were still like too young to even know what was going on know what was going on but i still think that they should have to label the food i get like if you have 20 clone cows you know how are you going to be able to tell and even if you use those clone cows just for breeding purposes i mean that would be the offspring of a clone i just but not only that people it's <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's not like your the cows are going clone. around and like creating their own DNA. They're just taking bits and pieces of already made DNA. I don't know. I 
They're fucking with Mother Nature. <laughs> yeah, that's what scientists do. That's what they're here to do. Like, that is why they're interested. Because they want to test the bounds. Like, oh, can I do this? Yes, I can. Well, hmm. Oh, great. The government's in on it. Uh. Do you think they've already made a flying monkey? I'm positive. I mean, if you had this much power and you could just create species, you would make a flying monkey. Like, they're not making fucking, what are those creatures called that they've morphed two together? A chimera. They're not making chimeras. The fuck is a chimera? It's like a cross between one animal and another. You just made another. that word. I did not you, make up a chimera. You made that word. Oh my god, I'll Google it. <laughs> I will I Google believe, it just for you. I no, no, nope. chimera. It actually started in Greek mythology. It's a fire-breathing female monster with a lion's head and a goat's body and a serpent's tail. But okay. in biology, it's an organism containing a mixture of genetically different tissues formed by processes such as fusion of early embryos, grafting, and mutation. Yeah. Scientists have done that. I doubt that any creature I, they have made doubt. into a chimera has survived. They had to kill her quick. They had to kill her quick because she was going to just... No. I'm sure of it. I... Yeah. I mean, how could you not, though? How could you not make a flying monkey? Everybody wants a flying monkey. I'm sure they do. I'm sure the Wicked Witch of the fucking West would be glad that her posse is back, but I don't think... I honestly don't think that has been done. Or if it has, it did not survive the growth stage. Because now you're combining different DNAs and hoping that they fucking agree. My DNA does not get along. I can't even imagine adding somebody else's on top of mine. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Uh, Continue on with okay. cloning. Uh, so basically the main use for these clones is to... Br- produce breeding stocks not food so honestly they are cloning for breeding purposes not because we're running out of steaks although that does kind of also make me sad i'm just confused (laughs) this whole thing (laughs) well again you mentioned you know they're trying to create the perfect cow no disease no issues no like this cow can just pump out little baby clone cows and it'll be the best beef you've ever put in your face i do like a good burger but I still also feel like with the way the human population grows, or, or you know, around the world, that they're eventually going to probably resort to this. Either that, or we're eating food in a tube. Which I mean, I'm sure snakes are cool, and they come in a tube. Oh my god! <laughs> I get what you're saying, though, for real. Yeah, I totally get it. I totally, I, I get the that actually is going to help me sleep tonight because I've been having a little difficulties. Like I've been panicked. Because I love cheeseburgers, and I am oh my not a vegetarian, <laughs> and I was, was not willing to give up my steaks and my cheeseburgers and my tacos and my chicken. My tacos are pretty good. God, Anyways, so that kind of got, for me, was a little dark, but there, this is kind of cool, this next little bit. Several companies are currently providing services that uses the cloning technology... For example, South Korea, Suma Biotech, clones pets for around $100,000, and a Texas-based company, Vegan Pets, Vegan Pets, B-I-A-G-E-N Pets, clones, ooh, excuse me, clones cats for $25,000 and clones dogs for $50,000. If your pet dies, you can, I went to the Suma Biotech website. And the first thing that they say, before you can even see the biotech website, do not put your dead animal into the freezer. If you want to clone him or her, you are to put them in the refrigerator. 
out the freezer. Do not freeze. And they have five days to take either they even have instructions for vets so you can take your your dead animal to the vet where they can do a biopsy and get the stuff that the biotech place needs to clone your animal. Um, it is a very complicated process and it takes forever, but they have successfully cloned several animals. Um, and they've got a lot of patents to clone some other things that, that they're experimenting on. Uh, it was a very interesting website. Clearly not secure. So I was a little worried about getting hacked, but, for, you know, I had to click. Um, <laughs> so there are many other applications uh, for cloning. Jurassic Park. Yeah. They can use cloning to bring back extinct species. You know, let's stop real quick. So these people say you can't put your animal in the freezer. Because it'll kill the tissue. Yeah, okay. But they found frozen, perfectly preserved woolly mammoths that they're trying to clone, and they can do that. I mean, that is a very logical point right there. Okay, maybe just the pet pet cemetery regrowers can't do it. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Although, but they did, uh, on their website, they are trying to bring back something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, and I want to say it was something like the woolly mammoth, but it was not the woolly It was something like it. They actually got a patent and got approval to do this. They've also been, um, they had a couple of TV shows in America because uh, they put uh, like a Discovery TV series, episode one. It was really, I mean, it is lined out, but it stops at 2014. So I don't know what happened after 2014. Maybe they just didn't update the website. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but they are trying to bring back an extinct species, mm-hmm. which I feel like is... There's a reason they're dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can I mean, you that. took the words yeah. right out of my mouth. Like, there's a reason we don't need T-Rexes running around here. Although, I mean, that'd be a hell of a way to go. Just saying. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Could you imagine taking a poo and getting eaten by a T-Rex? No, thank you. No, I wouldn't be that guy that died. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, I would, I would go out in a blaze of glory. You'd be the one I'm in the sure kitchen fighting velociraptors, for sure. Hell yeah. You're out of control. With my spoon? Yes, and your pot. The damn <laughs> A spoon in my pot. <laughs> and your little tiny cocaine cans. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, we're having a party. All right. So I thought that that was really cool. Like, if you lose your your animal, you can possibly... Oh, it is the woolly mammoth. If I would have just kept reading. Okay, so, to bring back... Look, look, on July 30th, 2000... (laughs) Okay, here we go. I I wrote it down. I'm so proud of myself. So, on July 30th, 2003, a group of scientists led by Jose Falch at the Center of Food Technology and Research in northern Spain brought back an extinct wild goat called the Bucro? Bucro? I don't know what that is. They cloned an animal, let's see, the cloned animal lived for only 10 minutes, according to the National Geographic. Well, that sucks. But scientists proved that extinct animals could be brought back. Researchers at Harvard are currently working working to clone woolly mammoths and they say they should be able to do so by 2019. They lied. they lied. Because we are now in 2021, and we do not have a woolly mammoth. Either that or it died seconds into existing. Oh, that is true. 
But the fact that they were able to bring an animal back from extinction, even though it only lived 10 minutes, can't really get a lot done in 10 minutes, but that's kind of, there's a reason they're extinct. Maybe that, maybe that was God saying, you get 10 minutes of glory, now fuck off. Well, it was like, uh, they recently brought back some extinct flora as well, a couple of, like, Jurassic period or whatever plants, and I was like, do you want Jumanji? Because this is how you get Jumanji. I can't handle Jumanji in my life right now. <laughs> like, I just can't do it. Yeah. The other thing, like, another movie that I thought of when you mentioned, like, the human cloning is a movie called The Island with Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. That's it. Yeah. And they straight up clone humans. That's what exactly what, when it said that uh, even though human cloning is illegal in most of the world, there, there's... Yeah, there There's is. the island out and there. And they think they're winning the lottery and then being harvested for parts. They're being harvested. Yep. Can you imagine? No. I wonder if I was cloned and I didn't know it. It's possible. Wouldn't there be like some ESP shit going on though? Not necessarily. You're kind of me. I mean, you're me. But you're not me. You're like an identical twin to the extreme. Identical. I don't need any twins. The world can only handle one of me. For sure. Anyways, so... I tried to leave it on a happy note, but that's my, my... It's a very interesting topic. We might lose some listeners. I'm, I'm really disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> like, we might. We might. I doubt it. It'll, it's like an interesting topic, but... Maybe I'll... I mean, I'm definitely going to put that, that biotech website on our webpage so people can click on it because it's really kind of cool and it's set up very nicely. I didn't know that Texas had uh, a pet cloning area and that would be a lot easier for me to get to maybe they could take like five grand off if i needed to clone my cat i'd get it for 20k now can we talk about the double standard you have going on here like you're okay cloning your cat to bring him back to life but no i'm not okay you're... with cloning it. <laughs> you're not okay <laughs> at all with... <laughs> i'm not okay with, with it cloning human organs for I don't, like, honestly, I don't think humans need to live any longer than 100 years. I feel like this is mostly driven by people who have money and power, like you said, but... I don't want to live for 100 me years. Either. Are you kidding me? Well, you're fucked. Like, I feel like you're going to live to 102, just because you're so feisty and angry. <laughs> Fucking hate The fuel is just going to keep you... If I live you. to 102, and you make it to heaven before me, just know when I come, you and I are fighting. Oh, no, I'll just, We're going to fight at the pearly gates. I'll just reincarnate. After I say... What's up? Oh, that's I'll right. reincarnate and come back and be like, ha-ha, and then. <laughs> you better come visit me in the fucking nursing home that you left me in. Like, where did I'll I have to play bingo her? by myself? <laughs> so upset about this. You just really upset me. Hey, it's right up there with Austin saying that you were going to have two sets of twins, okay? So, girls. All you bitches. Can All know. girls. We saw how well that worked out. Hey, you never know. You might keep trying. That is true. Very hard and end up with two sets of twins or quad quadruplets. Fuck off. Fuck off. Just fuck You're off. just gonna have to send him this episode because I'm leaving this in. <laughs> That's just me the fuck out. I can't handle this. Look, I don't want to be cloned. Okay, we won't clone you. Okay. Well, I'll make you that promise. I can't promise what the government will do. I'm putting it in my will. Okay. And I'm not getting buried. I'm getting cremated. And my ashes are going to fly. So they can't dig me up. Stop. Don't ruin my paradise. <laughs> I see.
see it. It's I wasn't. Fine. I was just gonna say there are so many cooler things you can do with your ashes nowadays. Like you could be a tree. You could be a cool little like glass paperweight with your little ashes swirled in. Looks really nice. You should check them out. You could be a diamond. You could be a tree. See, I'd be okay with the tree, but then I'm afraid that the government may, like, stick a needle in there, get some of my DNA, and clone me now. You're out of fucking control. <laughs> Just let me go be in the wind. I want to go be in the wind. Okay, you winded up. Let me fly. You caused somebody else lung damage, okay? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out with the bang. Be like, <laughs> God, what is in the air? <laughs> Oh, it's just sad. It's all right. God, what are these ashes? Oh, God, is something on fire? No, you're breathing human dust, okay? Tomato, tomato. Thanos sends his regards. But what if they get cloned and then get my DNA? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> we'll have to fly high. No. We'll have to get in clouds. No. I do get the fact. I get it. I get the reason why they're doing what they're doing. It's fascinating, but it's also terrifying. Yes. Well, I think it'll be more terrifying if they go the south route with this rather than the path of good. Which you know will happen. Well, of course, somebody somewhere is going to be really pissed off. Yeah, oh yeah, they're going to try to, like, make the perfect soldier. Yeah, with metal arms. Metal arms. That's Sorry, I've been, definitely been watching Robots are coming. all the Avenger movies. No, yeah, well, maybe. Robots? AI. I'm, I'm talking the topic. Robots are coming. AI is very interesting. That's a whole other topic. Ooh, there's another topic. AI. Put it on the list. Listed. You put it on your list. <laughs> if you want to do AIs, I'll let you do AIs. Just don't tell me. It's supposed to be a surprise. No, no, no. <laughs> so in this episode. So, yeah. yeah that's, a, that's, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Episode three completed. Do-do-do. Tower down. All right, well. Hope you guys enjoyed our fabulous topics. Fabulous! Some of paranormal ghosty revenge and some of... Cloning. Meat, meat of the future. Meat of um, the future. I like it. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> meat of the future. Oh, it'll be like ice cream of the future and we'll have it around no, for No, don't years. ruin ice cream! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more for dipping Dots. <laughs> Remember, it still says ice cream of the future. That's just been around since we were kids. So, you're past the future, buddies. All right. Well, you want to end this? Look us up. Yeah. On. Yes, sir. We got so many platforms now. But if you go to our website, coffeechaoschatter.com, you can easily get to all of our podcast platforms. So, you got we're on Apple. A little tab. All you got to do is click on the picture you want. Made it so easy. That is pretty good. I did good. What? Apple, Spotify, Tuned In, there's others, can't remember. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, we have Instagram, at Coffee Chaos Chatter. There's underscores between each one of those. Uh, we have our Facebook page. We try to post media on the Facebook page, as well as the Instagram. Uh, Facebook, also, Coffee Chaos Chatter. We, like, it's really easy. Mm -hmm. Pretty much Google Coffee Chaos Chatter. We're, like, the top yep. three. Um... If you have ideas or, again, want us to talk about things, <laughs> Mom, uh, email us at coffeechaoschatter at gmail.com, and we check it. It's not hard to email. <laughs> it's hard to email, Mom. Just send us an email. Yep. Really, we just want to know that our email works. Yeah, that too. It's kind of dull right now. We need, we need it hopping. 
So send us an email with uh, some topics. Actually, I have one. My cousin sent me one. <gasps> it's like a very short story. It's going to be hilarious, but I will definitely talk oh, about it. so excited. <laughs> I'll definitely talk about it. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening, guys. Mm-hmm.